Are the Dallas Stars Stanley Cup favorites? According to one source, they're going to win it all. Let's talk about it next on Locked on Stars. Your Locked on Stars, your daily podcast on the Dallas Stars. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Howdy, Stars fans, and welcome back to another episode of Locked On Stars, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every single day. It's a pleasure to be with you. I'm Joey Erickson, former producer of 105.3 The Fan and play-by-play voice of the Chippewa Steel. Be sure to subscribe, never miss an episode. We are free and available wherever you get your podcast and on YouTube. Be sure to hit that notification bell. And as always, thank you so much for making us a part of your day and making us your first listen. The first place, Dallas Stars coming off an overtime victory against the Arizona Coyotes a few nights ago. Have a few days to rest up and get ready for another Central Division opponent on Saturday in the Colorado Avalanche. So that gives us some time to do some catch-up. Want to touch on an article that released yesterday and the Stars being up there with the big boys on taking home the Stanley Cup. Of course, Ken Hitchcock, who got inducted into the Hall of Fame, who brought a Stanley Cup back to Dallas, and then a Texas Stars update. And I know you probably already know who's leading the charge on that front, but always good to catch in down on the farm as well. Plenty of stuff to get into, so thank you so much for joining me on this Thursday. But first, today's episode is brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONNHL for $20 off your first purchase. So the Dallas Stars are a Stanley Cup favorite, they say. And this comes from The Athletic. They do uh, projections really all the way up to the Stanley Cup. And it's based off numerous things. And they did one at the beginning of the year, and now they update it weekly. So these came out yesterday on November 15th. And a little bit of a background here I'm going to get into, and then I'll show you the numbers. I have some images Sorry to the listeners only, but on YouTube, you'll be able to see some of the images and a part of the table that they have. These projections are based on 50,000 simulations of the remainder of the season, which factors in each team's projected strength, current health, and strength of schedule. They also have uh, offensive and defensive ratings that factor into all of this. So uh, I'll go ahead and flash some of the images up, and then, of course, I'll kind of talk about them because I think it's very interesting to see where the stars fall. So this came out yesterday, November 15th, and as of right now, the Dallas Stars have the best chance to win the Stanley Cup, 16%. And they're up there with Boston, who has 13%. The other is Carolina with 13%. They also project points and division, conference final, all of that uh, good stuff. It actually has the Stars winning 111 points this season, a 99% chance to make the playoffs. And getting off to a good start plays a huge, huge factor. And that's why teams are so chaotic and not afraid to make changes. I mean, look at Edmonton. They're not even on this list. I'm not showing you the full table on YouTube as well. I had to cut it off a bit all the way down to Minnesota, who has a 53% chance of making the playoffs. And that shows you how important of a start it is. But they have the Stars 16% to win the Stanley Cup, which is the best chance, 28% to make the Stanley Cup final, which I thought was very interesting. Some other teams in that realm, New York, Vegas, Florida, Vancouver, who of course is having a great start to their year, Colorado at 92% to make the playoffs. So I I thought it was very interesting to see these projections and where the Stars 
really stack up against the best in the business, right? Because they've really beat the good teams, or I should say they beat the teams they should as of right now. And we haven't seen them play great against stiff competition quite yet. They played Vegas really good early on. Colorado's more than likely going to be their best test here coming up. And then they have New York right behind them as well. So there's some quality teams coming into the AAC. They've also showed uh, the projections for winning the division. So I'll skip to this one as well. Dallas, 70% chance to win the division. And that is with the 111 points. And I think the rankings for the entire Central Division are interesting too. You have Colorado, Winnipeg, Minnesota, Nashville, St. Louis, Arizona, and then Chicago bringing up the rear. And if you take a look right now at the Central Division standings, it's quite different right now. I mean, Colorado, Winnipeg are your two and three. Minnesota's actually down at six, and Nashville's at eight. So even out for these slow starts, projections with the strength of schedule and all that good stuff, have teams like Nashville jumping up. And uh, I think this will be really interesting once we get down to Thanksgiving time, which is kind of the benchmark. I think it's, what, 87% or so of teams that are in a playoff spot come that time end up in the dance back, uh, you know, in late April. So we'll see how it all shapes up. But uh, I think pretty exciting things uh, if you're a Dallas Stars fan, 16% right now to win the Stanley Cup. And granted, I get it. We're still really, really early on in this whole process, but the Stars have been rolling lately. They're fully healthy, except for Thomas Harley. By the way, an update on Harley. He skated at morning practice yesterday. That's a good sign. He may be available on Saturday. So great news if Thomas Harley is coming back. And it will probably be sooner rather than lately, uh, rather than later, which is a good sign. So just thought I would share some of those projections with you because uh, it is really interesting to see where the stars kind of stack up right now with 23 points, 11, three and one start in their 15 games played. I believe it's the third best start in franchise history in the grand scheme of things in the West uh, Vegas. I mean, they've been phenomenal off the hop. They're up to 25 points. Vancouver, of course, who the stars played uh, not too long ago. They're both tied at 23. So the West is shaking up quite, quite, I would say not as expected right in the beginning of the season, there's teams that are floundering right off the bat, like your Edmonton's uh, and Arizona is a good surprise team. The ducks are playing well. Um, and it makes the West very winnable this year. I think it's very open and the stars should be a Stanley cup favorite. I mean, look at the product they've put on the ice the past few games with Duchesne being the X factor, that third line, is easily one of the best in all of the National Hockey League. They have so much depth, and the contributions they're getting from that line alone, uh, not many teams are going to be able to match that. Uh, if there's any concerns, how is the defense going to hold up? And I may be a bit looking into the distance, but come trade deadline time, the, the Stars are going to need to make some moves. Probably going to want some defensive help. You can never have too much of that. You would always love to add and score uh, what kind of value they're going to be able to add with the cap space. They just don't have a ton of cap space in general. I don't know if you're going to be able to add a Max Domi. And why would you? You already added him in the offseason in Matt Duchesne. You would love to grab somebody like that, you know, a playmaking scoring winger. Uh, how viable is that option? I don't know. Probably not. But you can add some size on the back end, uh, probably more looking as a rental 
than a long-term situation. Those are things uh, I think Jim Neal's already thinking about. Look, uh, he's shown in the past two, if the, if the stars have a chance, he is going to, frankly, kind of go all in or at least make his team better. We saw it last year with Domi. Uh, we've seen it with Nemestikov and Zuccarello from, that's a few years removed now, but those types of moves, Jim Neal's not afraid to make. He's going to try to make the team better. And this window is open. How long is it going to be open? You never know. It looks like it's going to be a very bright future and the Stars are going to be in this position more times than not in the next five years. But things happen. Business happens. Contracts and injuries and all those things can happen at a drop of a hat. So you have to be able to push all in. A great great formula is look at the Texas Rangers. <laughs> uh of course, it's a completely different sport in a totally different cap situation, but they went all in and they showed their team that they are not going to be okay with losing. They want to be formidable and they want to be good for a long time and it paid off, but now can they sustain that? That's the question. Uh, and the stars are just trying to get over the hump right now, of course, making it to the Western Conference Finals. But I thought that would be a, a nice article to share with everybody just to see some of the percentages and where the stars lie uh, in that situation. Some other cool numbers, I, I guess, too, strength of schedule right now. The stars, uh, 40% at home. It's 91, which is the opponent projected points. So that's in the top uh, half of the, or excuse me, that's in the top half of the league for the games they played. For the remaining games, they also, they actually have one of the lower uh, strength of schedules, which I guess is a good sign. And the projections on day one, just to kind of bring it full circle, projections on day one to win the Stanley Cup, 9% for the Dallas Stars. The Oilers had the highest at 13%. And of course, the Oilers have dropped big time and the Stars have risen up big time. By the way, just to make some fun of the Oilers, <laughs> uh, the Oilers chance to win the Stanley Cup. Trying to see, yeah, 4% right now. So uh, they've dropped miles. So, uh, sorry, pointing at the screen, but I was just trying to uh, look at the image for myself. All righty, that'll wrap up the Dallas Stars Stanley Cup favorite conversation. They are. They have to be, man. This team is rolling. They're buzzing, baby. First place, by the way. Don't know if I mentioned that. Let's touch a bit on Ken Hitchcock, one of the best bench bosses in the business, and he brought a Stanley Cup home to the DFW area. And of course he got inducted into the hall of fame just this past weekend or just past week. Let's touch on him a bit more in just a moment. Today's episode of locked on stars is brought to you by game time. We've all been there folks. You buy a ticket online, you end up at the game. Next thing you know, there's a pole in the way. There's an obstruction. I wouldn't have bought these tickets if I known that and that's why GameTime is the only ticketing app that gives you complete peace of mind with your purchase. See the view from your seat before you buy so you know exactly what you're going to get. All in prices show up total up front so you know you're getting a great deal without all those hidden fees. Buy tickets in seconds. All you need to do is get two taps and you can take the guesswork out of buying tickets with GameTime. Complete peace of mind, folks. You go on the game time app. They have great fees right up till puck drop, right up till first pitch, kickoff, any sport you need, concerts even. You can get complete peace of mind and you can take all the guesswork out. 
Game time is obsessed with it. So use the Game Time app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONNHL for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code LOCKEDONNHL, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N-N-H-L, for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last-minute tickets. Lowest price guaranteed. So Ken Hitchcock was inducted into the Hockey Hall of Fame this past week, and uh, it's for his entirety of work. And that's one of the great things about the hockey hall of fame. It's not just based off, you know, his national hockey league experience and all the great things he did there, which of course he did. Uh, but uh, it's for his full body of work. And uh, I found a, a very nice article too, from the Toronto sun. Uh, and this was written by Lance Pornby. And uh, I thought I would share some of the notes on there as well. He actually began his career uh, as uh, well, I, I guess kind of, in, on, in Canada, but uh, where he really started to uh, gain some notoriety is actually when Bob Gainey, of course, brought him to Dallas, but uh, he originally brought him to Kalamazoo for the K-Wings. So uh, and that was in the mid-90s, and uh, uh, I thought Bob Gainey had some some cool things to, to say about that, but uh, he, he also touched on the stars, of course. He said, Ken set a course that led to our 99 Stanley Cup run. He got everyone to buy into a team concept. Rookies thrived, and the stars took on new roles. And uh, Hitchcock was always known to be, uh, he was pretty fiery. Uh, he was great with the media and always kind, but uh, he was a pretty fiery head coach. And the stories that uh, came out from former players and stuff, uh, he, he was hard-nosed, and he was certainly uh, a bit old school. Uh, and I think the great thing, too, about Hitchcock, he was not a phenomenal player himself, and we've seen that in uh, a lot of different respective sports uh, Belichick wasn't a great football player himself, and he's considered one of the best. And I think that's one of the, the great things of, uh, about coaching, too. You don't have to be the, the best at something in order to pass on wisdom and have a, a ton of success. And, of course, Hitchcock did. And just a, a few more notes on him uh, and just some of his accomplishments. He had eight seasons as a head coach with the Dallas Stars alone. He, of course, had the two stints from 96 to 02, and then he came back for that second stint with 2017-2018, and I think he has a lot to do with, you know, some of the Stars' core. Like, look at Tyler Sagan. Sagan was a run-and-gun, I'm going to score 40, uh, you know, 30 goals a season kind of guy, and uh, Hitchcock came in here and put a lot of pressure on him to be a better D-zone player and make him more of a two-way guy, and I think Hitchcock uh, as a big contribution to that and the Tyler Sagan we see today. Of course, injuries and th certain things like that wear and tear have played a role with Sagan, but uh, you know, when Hitchcock came in, uh, Hitchcock came in here for his second stint, Sagan became a much better two way player. He put a lot of emphasis on that and uh, Sagan's the better player for it. Look, um, when his numbers started to die down a bit offensively, uh, of course, people are going to chirp in and, and have their conversations and opinions on the money and what he's making. But, you know, I frankly don't care what the guy produces and how much money he makes. Can he produce come playoff time? Sagan's always been great uh, at that. And can he give, if he can suppress an opposing offense, if, if he can, surrender or, or if he can you know stop an opposition from scoring two or three goals a year and that takes a shade away from his offensive capability I'm fine with that um and we've seen now you put some capable players around him uh, namely Matt Duchesne you put some fire uh, around him Sagan 
still has a, a bit of juice left. Look, he still knows slouch. He's up to 10 points in his first 15 games. Uh, and maybe we'll see a Sagan renaissance uh, a bit. Uh, and of course, Hitchcock got to coach Jamie Benn, and we all know the type of leader he is, and uh, now a decade as the captain. Uh, but 1999 Stanley Cup champion, 849 career wins. That is fourth most in NHL history. 1998 and 1999 President's Trophy, which includes two-time Western Conference champs, as well. So Hitchcock, of, of course, uh, you know, brought a, a lot of uh, notoriety down to DFW and uh, what he was able to do uh, with the teams in 99. Of course, I was so, so young. I wasn't even born yet. <laughs> uh, but uh, I would love to hear your thoughts and uh, your opinions on Hitchcock and what type of coach he was and any cool stories that you remember uh, or, or uh, uh, at least observed over your time uh, getting to know Hitchcock. Of course, I got to you know, really grow to appreciate him from a different level, of course, for what he did for the stars. But when he came back, uh, I, I was real excited that the nostalgia moment of having Hitchcock back, uh, unfortunately, he was unable to to get the job done. But I thought it was interesting, too, in all of his levels of pro hockey uh, and any team he coached, he only missed out on the playoffs two times. And that shows you how effective uh, a coach can be. And um, uh, it shows you too, why teams are not afraid to get rid of somebody and bring somebody else in. <laughs> uh, it, it provides a spark like at DeBoer last year. And uh, maybe we'll see this with Edmonton after fine Woodcraft. Uh, there's uh, a lot of different ways to get the job done. And sometimes uh, that's the coach and it seems to be a revolving door, but uh, very, very well deserved for Ken Hitchcock, a great class as well. A goaltender heavy class too. Uh, the King, of course, who was the greatest probably goalie of my generation. Uh, I, I think that's pretty safe to say, unfortunately never got a cup out of it, uh, but uh, he was good for a long, long time. Did not get to see him a ton. Of course, being a stars fan and watching, a lot of the Western Conference, but uh, man, he had some crazy runs. And I, I remember that Stanley Cup final pretty vividly too. What was it, 2014 when he was standing on his head? And of course the Kings as an eight seed came in there uh, and beat him up. But uh, I had to show some love to Ken Hitchcock, Stanley Cup champion, and now member of the Hockey Hall of Fame. Let's dive into the Texas Stars, the first place Texas Stars, I might add, and we'll do that in just a moment. Today's episode of Locked on Stars is brought to you by FanDuel. FanDuel is a rocking, and they have kicked off the NFL season, folks. And right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel there's no better time to get in on the action, folks. The app is so easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn and kick off the NFL season. You don't even have to just play the NFL. You got the NHL in full swing, college football, basketball, the NBA. I mean, there's tons of things to throw a little cash on and make some money. And as I mentioned, new customers, $150 if you win a $5 money line bet. So go to FanDuel.com slash locked on and kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. 
the Texans, uh, not the Texans, they're kind of the Texans. They are Texans living in the Lone Star State, but I should say the Texas Stars down in the AHL are off to a great start. And as I touched on, first place in the Central Division, like father, like son. Uh, And of course, the Stars have had uh, immense success down there in Cedar Park. Over the past few seasons, they win a ton and uh, they seem to make deep runs in the playoffs, which is a great sign. Six, three and three with 15 points so far in their first 12 games this season. And no surprise, it's been the Stan Covet and Bork show. They have 15 points, both of them, through their first uh, 12 games. Eight goals for Stan Coven, seven assists. Bork has six goals and nine assists. Uh, it's, it's almost unfortunate. I'm not going to say that it's not unfortunate, but the stars are really rocking and rolling right now that we may not get to see these guys this season. Uh, of course, injuries and stuff could occur and maybe we do get to see them. But, uh, as of right now, they might, fin- uh, might spend a full season down in the AHL and they are just killing it right now. Stan Coven ripping it up. He's, uh, of course, one, one of the leaders in scoring uh, as a rookie in all of the AHL. Curtis McKenzie, who's been a veteran down there, he's got 13 points. Blue Mel uh, with 12. Uh, some other guys to keep an eye on. And Antonio Strangis, he's got six points so far. One goal, five assists. Leon Bixel, who uh, I think many Stars fans, including myself, are very, very excited about. Good size. He's got the hawk and pot size, but uh, way higher offensive ability. He has five points so far. Christian Cairo, he's got four points. He actually just got recently injured. Uh, I, I know he got hurt last time out, so hopefully uh, he will be back soon. Uh, but uh, as of right now, the uh, Texas Stars not doing too shabby down in Cedar Park, having a lot of success. Uh, they took on Milwaukee. Uh, their last time out, and they fell four to three in overtime. Also got to face former Texas star and Dallas star Dennis Giryanov, who is in Milwaukee uh, playing for the Admirals currently. Uh, some other guys to take note of. Uh, I'm thinking uh, Gavin Bayreuther, who cross uh, was uh, got uh, who was brought over in the offseason. Matthew Simonoff, who I'm still very bullish on. He's a rookie, just two assists so far in his first two games. Of course, he played with Stan Coven. Uh, in the WHL and had a phenomenal season uh, as well. He's off to a slow start, uh, but somebody I'm very bullish on and his chances of being a pretty good hockey player himself. He was just a six-round pick, actually, in 2022. So another guy I'm uh, certainly keeping an eye on uh, down in Cedar Park. But all things going well so far for the Texas Stars. Uh, first place in the Central Division, as I mentioned, uh, and uh, a 6-3-3 three, and three start, uh, which is pretty good. The Iowa Wild are right behind them in the Central Division, uh, and then following them up is the Rockford Ice Dogs. 44 goals in the first 12 uh, games played, 35 uh, goals against. They're also getting pretty decent goaltending, and that's one thing in the Stars uh, organization. The goaltending depth is really not that all fantastic, and we saw it last year uh, when uh, Wedgwood went down because they really did not have a lot of trust in playing Matt Murray too many games. They were forced to play Ottinger a ton, and his workload, uh, I think, became a a bit too much as, uh, of course, the year 
uh, wore on. But uh, Matt Murray's off to a, a pretty decent start so far. Uh, just taking a look at some of his numbers, 2.17 goals against average and a 0.927 save percentage for Murray. Remy Poirier, he's a 3.26 goals against average and then a 0 0.902. Uh, save percentage, and they've both played six games. Murray's only given up 13 goals this season in his first six games and one shutout. So uh, the Stars could use uh, somebody like Murray to maybe have a big year and uh, just provide some depth and an option in case really anybody, any of the goaltenders go down. If Wedgwood goes down, uh, that's going to hurt, and you're going to have to have somebody that comes up and can be a valuable uh tandem with Ottinger if he needs some rest because uh, Otter needs a bit more rest and we've already seen it this year they're going to be very calculated with him on when he plays and when he starts uh, I think he'll start quite a few of these home games coming up uh, especially after the three days of rest he's going to get uh, no doubt he'll be playing against Colorado on Saturday and hopefully pick up a win he's been a bit shaky his last two times out the rebound control hasn't quite been there Fortunately, the Stars have played really, really well ahead of them, and they've given him a ton of run support, uh, which is never a bad thing, too. You can't expect some guy to be on his game night in and night out. Usually he is, but he's going to have some stinkers every once in a while. So that's an update down on the farm for the Texas Stars. First place in the Central Division. So is their father, I guess you could say, and the Dallas Stars coming off an overtime victory. Man, what a goal by Matt Duchesne. What a setup from Tyler Sagan as well. That was a fun one to watch. Uh, plenty of stuff to uh, touch on this week. We'll get into some more and, of course, get ready for the game on Saturday. As always, thank you so much for all your feedback, your comments, your engagement. It is so, so much appreciated. I love interacting with everybody and uh, talking Stars hockey. Be sure to follow me on the Twitter, the X thing at JoeyTheJet19. Plenty of stuff going on there as well. But for now, I hope you enjoy the rest of your Thursday. We'll see you tomorrow. We'll touch on the uh, avalanche a little bit. We'll see what else pops into my head. Uh, I got to mull on it a little bit, uh, and then I'll be ready to go. You have a wonderful day. Enjoy it. As always, free and available wherever you get your podcast. Never miss an episode on Locked on Stars. Be sure to subscribe on YouTube as well. Well, that'll do it for today, and we will see you tomorrow. So long, Stars fans.